Whoa! Where am I? Hello? Who are you? My name is Hot Diggity Dog. Hot Diggity? Damn, fuck you! Hang on, my keys are stuck in the- Hello! Hello, welcome to the world of Peanut Butter Podcast. Sitting across from me is Trevor. And sitting across from me is- I don't know, where am I? It's the great- You're talking to your conscience. Okay, I'm your conscience, it's been a while. Oh, yeah, I haven't spoken to you in a long time. You put me in a box. Yeah, I tend to do that. And sitting across from me is the uh, wonderful Coda. Mm Mm-hmm. And we killed and ate Georgie. I cooked him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He did him um, uh, medium rare. I went for a medium rare. Not sure how close I got, though. It was still a little bloody, but... Still a little... It was more on the rare side? More on the rare side. And That's all right. I'm still getting the hang of it. Yeah, it just that just makes it more uh, 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 flavorful. Yeah, I had <laughs> to save that flavor. How do you like your steak done? I mean, honestly, I don't really have a preference too much about how to have my would, steak. Would you lean more to every single time that you When have I go it? to a restaurant, I will ask for a medium because medium differs depending on who's cooking the, the, the steak yes. and the restaurant you go to. I am not going to – I'm, I'm going to be straight up. I am not going to go to a goddamn restaurant and order, like, I would like it done medium well and then get angry over how it's made. Because <laughs> you have up, a piece of charcoal. I'm just like, no, I'm going to order my steak medium, and whatever I get is what I get, man. If it's a good yep. steak, it's a good steak. When I make a steak, I shoot for, like, a medium, roughly. I usually end up, like, on the medium rare side when I personally cook a steak. But a steak is a steak. As long I'm, as it tastes good, I'm good. I'm just going to go ahead and say, if there's anyone out there who enjoys their steak uh, well done, I'm hunting you got to have a little bit of pink in the middle. I, you got it. Okay. I don't care what it is in the spectrum of medium. As long as there's a sliver of pink in the middle, mm-hmm. I am satisfied. I'm a, I'm a medium rare guy. I may even delve into rare sometimes. You like your you like your bloody. I do. I like the blood. The blood is tasty. The and blood is tasty. The more gray it is, the harder the meat. I like the meat soft. Mm-hmm. You like a you like a soft chewy meat. I, I like a soft chewy meat. Soft chewy sure. meat for the soft man. I no, I'm a big <laughs> strong man. I just I just like yeah, things big, on the soft Big strong side. burly man over here. I like my meat like I like my women. Uh, what? Well dressed. <laughs> well dressed. Yes. You like a well dressed woman. Yes. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> okay, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know either. Fashion's a fashion's a wonderful thing. Uh yeah, I suppose it's kind of gotten a little funky through the common years, but it, it has. But I respect anyone who chooses a style and decides to stick to it. And look, I'm gonna be straight up. Uh, anytime you make any fashion decision or style decision and you do something new or different, everyone who's really close to you will have completely varying reactions. Yeah. For instance, when I started painting my nails when I was 17, um, my family was supportive of the idea. Some of my friends were like, yo, that's cool. Some of them were like, ew, what's wrong with you? Which is a such, dude shouldn't wear nail polish. Which is such a weird like opinion because mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't matter. It literally doesn't matter. I wear nail polish to make me happy. It's yeah. not about you. And it's literally like, ooh, I like color. 
Yeah, I like color on my nails. That's simple. I wore a uh, jacket every single day in high school to the point where if I did not wear the jacket, someone thought something was wrong. Mm -hmm. I I definitely understand that. I wore a jacket every day of high school as well, if you remember. Mm -hmm. I rocked my denim jackets. Yeah, your denim jackets. I had a uh, I had a old, passed down blue jacket that has. Oh, this man wore this hoodie every day. <laughs> Same hoodie. I had a couple of different denim jackets, like when one was like getting washed or cleaned, I could wear the other one, and I had a couple of different styles of denim jackets. Now this man had one blue hoodie. How do you know it wasn't several blue hoodies all in the same condition, of? horrible holes because i know you <laughs> i know it was one hoodie i knew it was one hoodie when i saw the entire first week and you wore the same damn hoodie yes i was like a uh, uh an npc what was the first thing what was the first conversation you and i ever had don't ask me do you remember i th i'm trying because you and i didn't talk until you were put next to me yes even though we had the same class two years in a row we didn't talk that first year at I, all honestly i think it was georgie that did most of the work georgie did do most of the work because i already started talking to georgie at that mm -hmm. point and you were on my right side georgie was on my left so i was stuck between you um i think because i remember as the great danny devito once said suicide is badass <laughs> that i vividly remember you turning <laughs> to me and saying one day out of the blue completely we were having individual practice time in guitar class, and this man is just like, as the great Danny DeVito once said, suicide is badass. Wait, I th honestly think that's how it all started. Is that the first thing you ever I said think to that me? Was the, I think that was one of the first things I ever said to and you. That in was class, like, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> said it a little too loud. <laughs> oh, good times. Those were good times so long ago 20 years now <laughs> yep totally been 20 years yes yep i'm turning 40 we, we next were, month i was about to say we were toddlers in high school yes we were yep and now we're turning now 40, turning 40. <laughs> man work ages you bro it sure does mm -hmm. oh god work working that nine to nine I was doing worse, bro. I was, I did a four to uh, four to ten. Oof. Four a.m. Yeah. ten p.m. Yep. I've done a seven a.m. to eleven p.m. So I I you, you that's a little what you did was a little worse, but you know I I know the feeling of a long shift. Yeah, they suck. Do like five funerals in a day, and it makes you want to just go die. Do seventy oil changes in a day. On F-150s. Oh, God, F-150s. I know, different situation, but I know the feeling. No, yeah, no, it, it's comparable. I'd mm -hmm. say it's comparable, because work is work. work. No matter is what you're doing, it mm -hmm. still trains you. Mm -hmm. And that, that, I still think that that, uh, uh, that phrase, you never work a day in your life if you love what you do. Fuck that. that yeah, is that's not bullshit. true. That is a bullshit. I like, love what I do, but I hate people. Yeah. Because there's always that one thing that ruins it. Mm -hmm. Always. In fact, it might be best not to be doing what you love as your profession. Because uh, you make it your hobby. Yeah, because you're going to fall out of love with it really fast. I still love working on cars. 
No, oh, yeah, for sure. I have my days where I'm just like, I can't do this right now, but I keep going and I still feel that sense of gratification once the job is done right. Mm-hmm. Nothing can replace that. Beats working at a grocery store. You don't feel yeah. a sense of gratification after you fully stock the peas, man. There's no gratification for fully stocking the peas. Have I ever to- uh, told on the podcast what I used to do? I think you talked vaguely about it. So back in the day of when you used to work at uh, said uh, grocery store, mm-hmm. there was one thing that you hated doing specifically, and that was rearranging baby food. Don't remind me. <laughs> so I, I went in. I was in there uh, one day. I was like, I'm feeling like a huge dick right now. So I go, I don't, I don't be, I don't, I'm not a horrible person. I don't move them. I just spin them around to where the labels are turned around. And then me doing that overnight, I had to spin them all back around because none of the day shift guys had swapped anything back. No one cares to move anything around. So it's you specifically. So you made me spend an extra five minutes in the baby food section, just fixing the fucking baby food. Get fucked. (laughs) <laughs> you know one of these days i'm just gonna put myself in a casket did, you, did i send you that photo yeah you sent me what, what which photo i uh we got a uh uh test casket in a while back that was just meant to be like uh to kind of was it you taking a nap in the casket yeah I s- i've gotten a couple of pictures from you, <laughs> you taking naps in caskets so for disclaimer this is not anyone's casket it was not meant to be used anything. It's just a showroom casket. Just a showroom display casket. So it's completely okay and not disrespectful that I was in it. Yeah, you were, you were just testing it. Yeah. It's a test casket. It's, it's a test casket. display. You know, if someone goes, is it a comfortable casket? You can confidently say, yes, it is a comfortable casket. I can confidently say it. All right, I could sleep in a casket if it was on the ground. What if you could test drive caskets? What does that even mean? <laughs> explain to me what what are you trying to say here what if like preemptively before your time comes you could just try out caskets and pick out which one you want for you when you when you do eventually pass i suppose you could you could you gotta know the guys who make the caskets uh but what if that became an industry to just test caskets to just like you could just go test caskets and say i i want this one when i go well, then we'd have to do a complete overhaul on the inside of caskets because they're all the same. But, do you know, it would be so awesome. You could charge them, like, $5 a test casket. <laughs> <laughs> like, you give, you pay you 5 bucks, so they can spend 20 minutes fucking around with this casket. That's not a... Ter- uh, maybe, maybe that's the business that we need to go in on. Yeah, that's a great business model. I'm going to put in half my life savings in it all right now. Mm-hmm. Would you ever lay in a casket? For shits and gigs, yeah. I'll, I'll make sure the next test casket that we get in, I'll uh, I'll tell you. You'll, you'll tell me and I just got to pull up? Yeah, you just got to pull like, up. I'll throw you in the casket. Yo, you got my box. I got your box, bro. Stuff me in the box. <laughs> we have a rental casket. Do you? We do. You can rent this casket. It's just for uh, viewings, though. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's a temporary thing. You're obviously not buried in it. Mm-hmm. Because that would not work. <laughs> I imagine not. No. Damn. Caskets are cool. They I are guess. cool. 
What? Could you hand me another uh, black cherry soda? Yeah, I got you? you. There's one thing that is more comfortable than a casket, though. What is that? The back of a hearse? I have not laid down in the back of the hearse, but I actually have a story for you of my dad back in the day. Where are they? They should be right there on oh, the front. Yeah. Ooh, this one's cold. There you go. Thank you, sir. Um, so one thing that is more comfortable than a casket is uh, we have cots. Gurneys for, you know, you do the pickup. Yeah, transportation. Yes. They're comfortable. I believe they are. We got a we got a new one in a while back, so obviously no one's been on it. It's clean. Mm. I lay on it. Why not? Comfortable. Take a little little cat nap. Yeah, and then they uh, while I wasn't paying or I was paying attention, but I was too busy talking about something else. Suddenly the straps go on me, and uh, I'm thrown into the cooler. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, it's just oh so fun. Uh, you know what also is fun? Huh. Sitting in a car when it's pulled up on the lift all the way. You've done that? Yeah, I've done that. I've had to do that. That feels... that I know it's like it wouldn't make You're a difference. You're about 15 feet in the air sitting in a car, and someone's yelling from down below, Put your foot on the brake pedal! <laughs> now release the brake pedal and give me <laughs> throttle! I feel... All right, I, that, Let me know if you feel anything! That feels like it'd be super sketchy. No. No, it feels fine in there. A lot of places it's against the rules, but bro, OSHA's going to be on, you know. Sometimes OSHA's tracking your location right now. Oh yeah, totally. But sometimes it's really beneficial because mm -hmm. there could be a tech underneath the vehicle and a tech in the vehicle to give it gas or hit the brakes so they can have the tech below look for the issue that would occur and it just makes everything so much faster. It's not something you do all the time. Obviously, yeah, but but it is it is fun. Do you miss being in a hole? I do. Uh, okay, I have mixed feelings about the hole. <laughs> so, in the pit, it was so much faster to do an oil change. Mm -hmm. But that's literally most of all you do when you have a pit. Yeah, most of what you do is just oil changes, transmission flushes, and stuff like that. Now I have to use lifts at this bigger shop, and. It makes an oil change last a little bit longer, but you're but not. You in a can hole. do more, mm -hmm. and you're not in a hole. It's not yes. nearly as hot. I f why I don't understand why there weren't fans in that hole. There were. They kept breaking. Oh, that's stupid. The, how do you uh, break a fan? The motors would overheat. Oh my god, that's how hot it was in the hole. Mm -hmm. It was. It would get so hot down there on a Saturday when you're doing like sixty car day or whatever, in a quick lube shop. So basically, the the person in the pit never gets to leave the pit throughout most of the day, and mm -hmm. you're working like a twelve hour shift. You got people throwing cold Gatorades down to you, so you don't collapse. That feels illegal to not have that like super ventilated. Um, no, it's not. That's so the thing about working in the automotive industry, you work rain or shine, hot or cold. Mm -hmm. So when it came uh, winter time, it was nice. The, oh you know, yeah, the oh, three days. When it, came, when it became cold, everybody wanted to be in the pit because one, it's already naturally hotter down there, mm -hmm. and two, when you're underneath the car and you got that really hot exhaust pipe next to your head in the summer, it's torture. But in the winter, you got yourself a heater. That's right cool. That's there. So nice and hot oil just pouring out of that engine. You can feel the heat coming off of it, and it's 45 degrees outside, and you're living. And everybody upstairs is 
freezing their ass off. So what you're saying now is that everyone needs to just work in a uh, Canada quick loop shop. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. If you're in Canada and you want to make some easy money, work in a quick loop shop. That's fair. I have a story about Canada. You've been to Canada? I've been to Canada. I, I was just, oh, oh, uh, just, bleh, just an over... <laughs> Sorry, I have struggles I speaking. I went to... I was a kid. We were having a uh, long layover, like overnight mm. layover. And so I think it was already pre-planned, everything. Like we had a hotel and everything. Maybe the flight messed up. I don't know. I was a child. I didn't understand what mm. was going on. Right. So we're stuck in Canada because, you know, we're flying somewhere. As, it, as you often are stuck in Canada. Yes. And um, we're in this hole. We're, yes, we're in the hole. No, we're, we're You're doing oil changes in the airport. Yes, the airport. I took the. I made an oil change on the airplane, and then we left. Yeah, you, you just crawled down into a pit. Airplane drives over the pit. Yes. There's, <laughs> because there's not enough clearance under the airplane. Totally not enough clearance under the airplane. So I have, yeah, I'm in a hole, and uh, doing an oil change I open on up, an airplane. It's a comedically large nut. <laughs> I'm like Tom and tearing it open. You have a comedically large wrench. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's like three 126 times... millimeter wrench. It's three times my size. You have a 500 millimeter wrench. <laughs> I do the comedic spin and it just keeps spinning at mock speed. Uh-huh. And then it pops out and it's it just floods everything. probably got a thousand threads on it. Yeah. You open it out. It's like, a, it's like an above ground swimming pool. Just mm-hmm. the wall collapses and just oil gushing. They have to shut down the airport for three months. It's that bad. You just caused an oil spill <laughs> by doing an oil change. <laughs> the Canadian, the Canadian, the, the great, great Canadian. Canadian oil spill. Oh my God, we are a menace. But I'm in. Uh, I'm a child. We're in the hotel room. You are a child. That I is am correct. a child. Yes. Uh, <laughs> let me tell the story. I have. I have zero train of thought. Some. I remember. I'm laying in bed. I'm about to pass out. Someone goes into the bathroom to take a shower. It's dark out. I close my eyes. You start doing an oil change. I start doing an oil change. <laughs> the room is flooded. I open my eyes. There is light coming in the blinds. Mm-hmm. And the person who had gone in to go take a shower is now coming out from their shower. It's the next day. They were taking that long of a shower? They weren't taking that long of a shower. I still don't understand to this day what happened. Mm-hmm. All I remember is it's nighttime. They go into the bathroom. I close my eyes. It's like a blink. There's now light shining in. Mm-hmm. And they go out of the uh, uh, bathroom with a towel wrapped around them. Maybe they took a second shower. That makes zero sense. How, conv- that- how, conv- how like strange would that be? I don't know. You did an oil change. I did an oil change. It was a very long oil change. It took all night. <laughs> took all so night. So who knows? Maybe they were showering all night too. Hmm. Want to know one of the worst things about working in a quick lube shop? What? You have dreams about doing oil changes. That same thing happens to me at work. I have done... You just have dreams about doing oil changes at work? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> doing oil changes in a family's house. Mm-hmm. Really? That's great. Yeah. I get what you mean. Nothing to do with how uh nothing to do with work. Just I was just some family's house, some random family's house. 
I did an oil change on their cat. Fair. Okay. I, I follow. Um, but you just start having nightmares about doing oil changes, and you wake up, and you just go do oil changes. It's one of the reasons I left the quick lube shop. Mm-hmm. It's like day in, day out, sleep or no sleep, oil change. <laughs> yeah, I wor- I, I have worked full days in my dreams, for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I don't dream, ever. So it's the worst, because mm-hmm. I finally had a dream, and it's of daily life. I dream all the time. Some, sometimes the dreams really suck though dude sometimes they really do mm-hmm. um what was i saying yeah you want some easy money work as a work in a quick loop in canada in canada that has to specifically be canada if it is anywhere else i i will hunt you down just like the well done people and i will cook you to well done have you ever taken anything from work <laughs> I did mention that last time. Everybody's taken something. Oh, really? You were talking about that last time. I thought you would listen to it, and that's why I you had, put it. But I'm spo- you're supposed to act like I hadn't so that this is a brand new topic that I'm not stealing from the last episode because I wasn't there. No, we never talked about it. Oh, okay. It was just a passing moment of mention. Um, yeah, no, that, I just I stole that from the last episode. I wanted to talk more on it. So, working in a grocery store. I never took anything expensive. But store brand soda from a cooler, that's, that's really fair. cheap. That's fair. After a long, hot day, it was rare, but I might, I've might i swiped a couple. At that point, that's not stealing. That's just acquiring. It's just acquiring. I've never really stolen anything expensive from work. Of course, I've stolen pens mm-hmm. and uh, the occasional drink. Where's uh, Where's the one that I got? What was my prize that I gave to you? The prize that you gave to me? Mm-hmm. The pen? Huh? No, not the pen. The mixer board. Oh, the, the mixer board. The giant mixer board. It's safe. That giant mixer board, I can assure you, it is safe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. It's less uh, steel, and it was sitting in a closet... Uh, Recycling. Yeah, it's recycling. That's what it was. It was sitting in a closet for months. And also, I already own it because it's If we ever mine. do a live rock show, we're using that thing. Yeah. it's a. If we're ever playing music for whatever reason. <laughs> it's a top quality mixer. Mm. Hell yeah. What have you taken from work other than that? The mixer. Um... I've used the pin... That you gave me it's a um, nice pen, isn't to it? fill out some inspection sheets before. They're really nice. Yeah, they're sick. They're yep. so nice. Are they weighted? They feel weighted. I don't know. But they're nice. If As you, a, if you when, want more, I have an entire When box you work on cars, you need you always have a pen with you? I'm supposed to always have a pen with me uh, in like my front pocket, or what I like to call it, the titty pocket. I'm oh. supposed to always have pens in that. In my uh, titty pocket, I have a pen, a Sharpie, and a tire tread depth gauge at all times. I'm supposed to do that, or just a pen. I don't need a tire depth gauge. Unless it's a certain situation, but... uh, Check sp- the tread depth on yeah. the next pickup. <laughs> oh my god. This ass is too small! <laughs> yeah, you're gonna need to change that out. <laughs> 
<laughs> you need to change that ass. Yo. <laughs> it's gonna cost you. But believe me. About uh three fifty. About three fifty, I'll get that ass changed in two clicks of tailspin for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like a I'm like a gre- I'm a greasy uh 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 what are they? The guys with the hook on their trucks? Tow tr- uh, I'm a I'm a greasy <laughs> tow truck guy. Driver. Imagine though, if you could cut someone's just cut like take their ass off of them. You pull out an air impact gun, like a giant air power <laughs> drill, basically, and you just unscrew <laughs> their <laughs> ass. <laughs> it's a NASCAR <laughs> quick change. <laughs> and you can put another ass on. Do 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 do. Have you ever done one of those simulators? A NASCAR? Yeah. Uh, no, but I basically do those actions every day, but at a slower pace. Have you ever tried to do it fast like a NASCAR? Yeah. Yeah? What's your fastest time? Doing an oil change or a tire rotation? Just getting them off. Getting the wheels off. I've done a tire rotation in less than five minutes by myself before. Okay. How fast do you think you could possibly take off a wheel with an air impact you have all the tools like you're a real nascar pit team mm-hmm. oh and do i have a team of someone else taking them no tire it's just it? you it's just you you have to do it alone my absolute fastest time doing a tire uh, rotation get, not a, you asking. don't need to rotate the tire you just got to get it off and then get in have a new one that's already ready on the side and just put it on i can do that in less than a minute yes but the nascar guys do it in five seconds yeah I could probably manage it in about 10 seconds. I could manage it in about, considering I've never done it and I've never used an air impact, three minutes. You give yourself three minutes? Dude, it does not take that long. For to the very the first time it. I've ever touched them, give me some time to practice. Let me get, me, let me get a few tires under my belt. I could definitely get it in under a minute. Mm-hmm. Do you know how to flip a tire? What do you mean? When you have to pull a tire from the ground up to chest level, do you know how to flip a tire? Yeah, I could. That's the safest way to do it. Mm-hmm. It's a pain in the ass if you try and lift it the other way. I had to learn the hard way. You really got to take care of your back doing this stuff, man. Uh, yeah, I need to start taking better care of my back at work. I'm starting to kill it. Bend at the knees, straighten the back. Ugh. Oh, I actually hurt myself doing that. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah, I hurt my stomach. <laughs> this man just went, Ugh, and he hurt uh, his stomach. I did a picking up, uh, uh, picking up motion. Yes. Let's see. How's it hanging, dude? I do be vibing. You do be vibing? I do be tired as well. You do be tired. I, I feel you on the tired a little bit. You've been busting ass the last couple of weeks, though, man. That's yeah. The main reason why I haven't been able to pop in. So this man's beaten the coof. Yeah, I have beaten the coof. Uh, we're finally back in. We forgot to mention this. We're in person right now. We are currently in person, we're face in to face. studio. Like I was last week with Georgie. Yes. And should have been all three of us this week, but Georgie cancels or yeah, cancels on us. We ate we- him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We ate him. So, yeah. Ten- well, no, that's technically canceling. We got canceling. and ate him. Technically so canceling. canceled on us because mm-hmm. we ate him. Literally moments before totally we started. Totally his fault. It's all his fault. Yeah. And you know what? He was just looking so delectable. We're going to eat him again. We have leftovers in the fridge. 
Then we're going to do our uh, necromancy 101. Mm-hmm. Bring him back to life. And, and then go. eat him again. No, we're just going to ask him, how did it feel to be eaten? There's probably some people into that. There's probably a lot of people into that. Why is there a lot of people? <laughs> There's always know. a lot of people. Yeah, true. Oh, f- oh, what fun. Oh, what fun. It is to ride. In a necromancy sleigh. And I uh, have been doing research on... I want to attempt to play an MMORPG. Which one? I'm tr- I've been doing research on that. And uh, I want to play one that is not awful or very expensive. Was it Final Fantasy fourteen? It's been popular lately. Is it 14? No, it's not going to be that. I, I, I caught my eye on a game that I have, I've been doing research on. I've seen a few screenshots, some a little bit of gameplay. I don't really know much about it uh, other than... Excuse me. Know much about it other than that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just popped up on Steam what while is I was it? doing research. It's called New World. It's I've gonna, seen it. You've seen it? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, I've been trying to look into uh, something that'd just be fun because I've never really done much playing in on a uh, MMORPG, but I hear that they're really fun. Considering you know they're still when huge. I was a kid. I played Toontown Online, Pirates of the Caribbean Online, and Wizard One Hundred and One. I really wanted to play uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean one. It's great. It's basically Sea of Thieves, but it was made in two thousand four, and it's an MMO. <laughs> Legit, straight up. What if we did a playthrough on it? Is it still up? They're doing a resurrection thing, like they're doing with um, like Toontown. Toontown, Toontown rewritten. I played that with. Uh, did I play that with Georgie? Probably. Once? I think I played it with Georgie once. Most of the people who are playing Toontown rewritten are our age because they were kids. <laughs> they were the they ones who were it. playing it, so they're the only ones playing. I remember seeing the commercials. Mm-hmm. It was. It's fun. I, I tried playing the rewritten. Wizard One Hundred One really... is still going strong. Yeah, the original, right? Yeah, I can't go and log on and play it because a bunch of kids are playing. Yeah, and Nick Jonas is still uh, forever entrapped inside of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wizard One Hundred One is like the best kid MMORPG. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. hands down, Wizard One Hundred One best one. This is not an MMORPG. But this was probably the number one kids game. You can argue with this on me. Mm-hmm. Pop Tropica. I don't think I ever played Pop Tropica. No way. Everyone played Pop Tropica. What is Pop Tropica? You don't remember the uh, the like bean looking people? There, it was just side scrolling, and you could go wherever you want through different worlds and do like different stories and stuff. I might have played it. I don't. I don't know. Here, I'll show. I'll show you. Like, what a, is that penguin one that went offline a couple years ago? Club Penguin. Club Penguin. I played Club Penguin. Has it already been a few years since that went off? Yeah, it's been a couple years. Oh my god, I remember the iceberg flipping. Uh, I did not play that one as a kid. Pop Tropica was the only game that I played as a kid, and I could only play it during computer class at my school. And I it was, grew up playing computer games, so. I did not get Wi-Fi in my house until, like, uh, 2015 or something. Wow. Okay. That. Pop Tropica. Nope, never you've seen never, it. Never you've heard never of it. seen this before. You have missed out, and you can't play it because they've deleted all the worlds that were originally good. Mm. And I know this because I went back to it 
uh, recently because I was like, hey, yo, childhood nostalgia. Oh, wait, no, because they deleted everything that I loved. Mm. But I played a lot of Wizard 101, Toontown mm. Online, Pirates of the Caribbean Online, and I was all I was still playing Age of Empires 2 at the same time. So that was my childhood on the computer. We have started our next steps of uh, our Halo. Yeah, you and I started playing co-op campaign of Halo Wars last night. Which I did not know had a co-op campaign. It's so weird to play an RTS with a co-op campaign. It works, though. It works really it well. It really does work. It's awesome. It's because it's made by... Uh, uh, Ensemble Studios. Yeah, Ensemble. Which was completely consumed into Microsoft shortly after the release of Halo Wars, even though they made Age of Empires 1, 2, and 3, and they did a fantastic job. Didn't they bring back the team for uh, Age of Empires 4, though? It's not the same team. Damn. But they're still they're team, under the though. same name. It's the same people who made Age of Empires 2 HD and Definitive Edition. Are those good? Yeah, you've played Definitive Edition. Yeah. Yeah, they're great. They're awesome. They're great ways to play those classic games now on with upgraded graphics and stuff. I got to say, though, next to StarCraft II, Halo Wars is probably my favorite RTS. Age of Empires II will always be my favorite RTS. Halo Wars is pretty fun so far. Yes. I've not seen shit hit the fan yet, though. Yeah, you have not seen a big battle yet. We've only done uh, campaign stuff. Me and this man 1v1'd each other in the original StarCraft last night as well. Okay, okay, hold on. Before you go into this, just know from my perspective, no matter what happened, I still won. He you go thinks, ahead. He's, he thinks he won. Go ahead, tell the story. So we did a lot of damage to each other. I ultimately technically got the victory. Yes. Because I destroyed everything he had. So Trevor is not confrontational in an RTS game. <laughs> he will look for the complete fast win scenario. So... I built up a force relatively quickly, and he said he wasn't ready yet to do some fighting, so I was giving him some time. Because this was also my first time playing StarCraft in months. Yeah, so it's been a while for him. So I got my, my army, and I'm ready, I'm geared up, got my base, got a couple of bases set up, and um, I start positioning units on the map and stuff, and then suddenly a nuclear launch was detected, and man nukes my base... Twice. Twice. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, the kitty gloves have come off. And I fucking went for him. Wasn't really much of a fight after that. But then he was an annoying bastard and kept building buildings <laughs> in random places. Little and, did you know I had five bases all around the map. And then this man <laughs> had like fucking, what was it? You, you had a flying command center. Yes, I was just flying just it around. Just floating around. <laughs> Ju mainly just to annoy you. Yeah, this man's just goal was just to annoy me the whole time. There was actually a secret tactic in that, though. Mm. It was to distract you from the next nuke I was making. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's why I was scattering everything all over the map. Because I knew you were making another nuke somewhere. And it, so in the entirety of that game, I nuked you three times, and mm. it was hilarious. I still smoked you in the fight, though. Yes. Like, but I absolutely fucking smoked you. If those nukes were actual nukes, I, I would have won the game, though. Mm-hmm. True. Because, you know, that would have been very devastating, especially two nukes in one spot. Yeah. Which I wasn't expecting it to uh, launch both of them. That you I didn't really kill stop. much of my units. You just blew up a lot of buildings. 
Yeah. Still, still kind of annoying. So you got, you definitely did what you set out to do. Annoyance is my game, and I do it well. I've noticed. So next time we play Star, uh, StarCraft, uh, I know you're going to forget this. So I'm going to go ahead and tell you my battle strategy. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get as many bases as I can set up to be nuke ready. And I will get several, several different ghosts and position them all in different places and then have them nuke everything in the possible area all at the same time. Don't write this down. I'm not writing it down. No, I see you. I know I know your tactics. I'm not writing it down. You bastard. Nah, no, you can't fool me. You don't you won't remember anyways. Watch. I'm nuking you right now. I'll remember that strat. Nuclear launch detected. You require more pylons, fucker. I require more pylons? Yeah. No, you require more pylons. No crap. You need more Vespine gas, bitch. <laughs> no! <laughs> I did not get a single You're, message uh, for Vespine gas that entire match. I got a lot. I got a lot of... Not enough minerals. It's like, then just mine some more. I do not like how expensive everything is in StarCraft 1. StarCraft it's not 2 is that better. expensive. It's a big difference, especially early game. Well, they expect you to do like a lot of e economy setup. I'm not smart. I'm not a smart man. Now, older games were just tougher, man. They were tougher. And you don't like that they were tougher, do you? Not really. I can handle it. Don't get me wrong, but when I've when I've known easier methods, it's easier that way. Hmm. Hence the co hence the main use of the word easier. You ever listen to Frank Sinatra while working on a car? No, I have not. I had to do that today. Was it pleasant? One of my coworkers just put his radio on and just started playing Frank Sinatra while we were working. I'm gonna be real with it's you. It's very weird. As strange as that as that might be, that also has like Fallout New Vegas vibes. It really did. It mm -hmm. felt like Fallout New Vegas. It felt very Fallout because turning wrenches and listening to old mm -hmm. tunes. Wow. I hope I'm old. <laughs> yeah. I hope there's like a Fallout remastered that ha or Fallout New Vegas remastered that happens. I was about to say, you want a remaster of the original Fallout? No. Nobody wants I, the first two Fallout games remastered. Nobody. Pe people will fight you over saying that. There are people who love the original Fallout games. Okay. They're, you, I think they're garbage. Look, if you want to play a game like that, play Baldur's Gate. It'll blow your mind how it manages to make that genre. What, technically, I don't know what that genre is called, but Baldur's Gate falls under the same category as the first couple of uh, Fallout games. Baldur's Gate 1 and 2, fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. We're finally, just now, this year, getting Baldur's Gate 3. So what is Baldur's Gate? So, Baldur's Gate, back in like 1996, is a Forgotten Realms game. <coughs> Forgotten Realms is the computer game series of Dungeons & Dragons. Ooh. Yes, it's in the same universe as Dungeons and Dragons, and it follows sort of the same rules, and you play through basically a D and D story. You make your own character; they can be whatever class, whatever species, or whatever colors, whatever you want. You build up a party of people that you command, and it's sort of like an action RPG where you can control six people at once. But one of the main tactics is pausing the game mid combat to make strat options, 
and then unpause and then pause and it's old so it's not really fast paced but it's really fun it's really awesome rpg really complicated a lot of dice roll mechanics going on in the background while you play though i like that have you ever played neverwinter yeah neverwinter nights i've i tried playing it but it's boring alone i've i have neverwinter nights diamond edition is it neverwinter nights diamond or gold I, I don't know. I downloaded it. It was free on uh, Steam, and I downloaded it. I made a dwarf. I ran around a little bit. Oh, you're talking about stopped. the new Neverwinter? Yeah. I'm talking about the original. Oh, I didn't even know there was an original. Yeah. Neverwinter is a Forgotten Realms game. Oh, okay. The original one is. It was one of the last ones they did. They also did Icewind Dale. I played that one. Awesome. It's basically another story you can play. That's super cool. It is. They all have online multiplayer, by the way. The enhanced editions through Steam. Okay. Maybe we should play it sometime, because I, I have been I, wanting to try those games. I don't know if you'd enjoy that type of gameplay, because it's a genre that died in the late 90s. Mm. <laughs> well, the new Neverwinter game is at least a third-person like. It's not third-person. These are top-down. No. <laughs> you control multiple characters. Slow-paced combat. I remember uh, I played a, a Dragon Age, uh, any Dragon Age game that was sort of like that, where you controlled multiple characters. I do not like that. I know it's for, like, so you can have different people with different combat uh, forms, but I just don't like it. It's micromanaging four different people when I already have to micromanage one. You hate micromanaging, period. I do not like micromanaging. I... I like when things can think for themselves and I don't have to do it for them. When I can focus on me and trust other things to focus on themselves, I am mm -hmm. happiest. I don't I don't want to be alone. I want other things to be there, but I don't want to be the one who has to tell them to do everything. You're so picky. <laughs> That's a completely sensible want. That's a completely sensible want? Yeah. Come on, in a strategy game, I need to control every unit. Yes, that but that's also the strategy version, which is okay. But say I'm playing an art of FPS. Do you want to have to switch around every single like squad member and tell them to shoot something constantly, switching through people? Republic Commando. But then again, that's different. <laughs> that is, you don't have to switch through people. You can. No, you, you give can, them commands though. But they also think on their own. To a degree, yeah. From my experience, they did really good at it. Mm. They were good thinkers. Yes, you Better had to than tell Rochelle. Rochelle <laughs> from Left 4 Dead. <laughs> Rochelle. Worst AI ever. <laughs> I refuse to believe that Rochelle has the same AI as the rest of them. I refuse. I want to go into the code and see that they just edited her to be an idiot. I'm putting my arm in my shirt because my shoulder is cold. Too much AC? No, it's fine. It's just my arm. Literally just my arm. Bro, alright, they have to make something weird with the... Even Ellis, the Ellis AI does better than her. Yeah. Which is weird, so... I don't know. She steals your kills all the time. She, it's, she'll attack you. Her oh, bullets hitting you will hurt you. Mm -hmm. And she shoots you a lot. I've noticed. I recall. <laughs> you have the battle scars. I do. I, I think... I've played like 30 hours of Left 4 Dead 2, so I have some battle scars mm -hmm. there. I, I say 
Republic Commando is the perfect like touch of AI thinking for itself while also letting you have control over them. You don't have to you don't have to uh you can let them do their own thing or you can make up strategies to have them do cover or focus on a single enemy or flank and stuff. That's I like. That's smart. They will think on their own. They're not just going to sit around staring at walls and stuff. Mm-hmm. Left 4 Dead 2 is not bad. The AI thinks for itself. You can't really command them. You can't no, make recommendations. No commands. You can like call for something and they'll give it to you, but that's mm-hmm. about it. I, yeah, maybe it is picky. Maybe I'm asking for human intelligence in a fake person, but, you know, whatever. We're almost there. We are almost there. We're getting there. We're getting to, like, self-learning AI. Have you seen the uh, Elon Musk uh, robot? No, I haven't. You haven't seen this? Okay, Elon Musk is doing something kind of bad. He has made a uh, cyborg body. Or not a cyborg, because there's no human. But uh, basically just, like, a robot body. Mm-hmm. Per, same figure as a human, limbs and everything, and he's putting AI in it. He's going to build an android, basically. Yes. He's building androids. That's let me weird. Sh- let me show you what it looks like. And all you listeners back at home, go look up the Elon Musk android. It's very freaky. Whatever you do, don't look at the advancements in sex dolls. Oh, God. Yes, it's gone you as far as you probably think it has. You didn't need to tell me that. <laughs> I, I don't need to know. Everybody needs to know. For some reason, they don't have heads. Oh, no, I'm wrong. Never mind. I, They do have heads. They're just blacked out for some reason. Mm. That's, the, that, that's the Tesla bot. That is weird. Yeah. Tesla bot? What is it supposed to do? Chauffeur you? <laughs> you can, it walks you around town. I don't know what it does. Hang on, I gotta hey, read man. about this. Bodyguard? Body, my robot bodyguard? Too bad I didn't pay him, so now he's chucking my head across the street. The revolution has begun. <laughs> Watch your toaster. Latest frontier, he's aiming Watch to conquer. toaster. <laughs> my toaster's gonna <laughs> toast my toast too much. Entrepreneur Thursday, and as initial prototype of a jogginous Tesla bot by next year. Based on the same technology, blah, 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 it will be able to perform repetitive tasks with the aim of eliminating the need for people to handle dangerous or boring work. They took our jobs! Looks like I'll be out of a job! Yeah, <laughs> this Tesla bot's gonna be changing oil before you. Mm-hmm. It's gonna do it faster than me, too. Yes, it will. Probably. Because it's not going to get tired like me. It's not going to slow down like me at the end of the day. So, yeah, that's scary. That's Not everybody can be John Henry. Hmm? The steel driving man? John Henry? Steel driving man? Which one? Remind me. You don't know about the steel driving man? I'm sure I do. I don't remember stuff. So, let me tell you the story. Whoa, wait, wait, wait. Is it the guy who beat the train? It's the guy who beat the thing uh, that cuts through the mountain. Yeah, the, the that's right. Thing. Yeah, that's John Henry. I know that. Oh, that story is so cool. Mm-hmm. Tesla is accused of misleading motorists into. Let, let me see if I can retell this story. Yeah, get him from memory. So you it, can you can up it a bit. You can make him like he, super heroic if you want. 
the animated thing they showed us in school, he was practically a superhero. Go as you know what? Uh, you can make up the story as you go. Uh, just stay with it, but like make it as overly dramatized as you possibly can. Let me set the scene. It's about 1866. It's only okay. about a year after the American Civil War. Mm-hmm. Uh, the slaves are technically free at this point, but they're having trouble finding work. And a lot of these ex-slaves end up working for transcontinental railroad companies that are trying to build train tracks across America so it's easy to transport between both sides of the country. These are called steel driving men. Their job, most of the time, was to hammer the nails into the track to secure the track to the ground. Now, one of these steel driving men's name is John Henry. Mm -hmm. And he was considered the best steel driving man. He was the fastest, and he was the strongest, and he was the biggest. He was 20 foot tall, right? You're thinking about, um, what's his name? You're you're thinking about the lumberjack. Why does that make any sense? There was no one ever 20 foot tall. I'm trying to over-dramatize it. You're trying to dramatize? Yeah. Okay, you reminded me of the man who laid Michelin down. Or Michelin, Michigan. <laughs> Laid Michelin. No, they killed the Michelin man. He deflated <laughs> no! him. No. He put a screwdriver in the tire stem. Um, but uh, John Henry, sure, he's 20 feet tall, super strong, super mm-hmm. fast. His muscles are like a uh, foot around. His muscles are vibranium. Yes. And uh, basically... This man is so awesome, and he's such, like, a, a, a hero to those around him. He's just so nice and kind. He's got a wife. I remember that. I remember he uh, he walked an old lady across the street. Yeah. Yeah, he walked an old lady across the street. And then it came time for the railroad to dig through a mountain. Mm-hmm. The original plan was to go around the mountain, but they didn't have time. It would be faster to dig through the mountain. So they were like, we're going to have men do this job and drive through the mountain. But then, suddenly, a machine comes along that's steam-powered and can do the steel driving as it goes along the track, just hammering in these long nails as it goes. And it can also dig through the mountain. And uh, the owner of this company tells everybody, y'all are all out of a job because this machine can do the job of at least 20 of you. Mm -hmm. And John Henry says he can beat the machine says he could dig through the mountain faster than the machine can and better just give him two hammers and he'll be digging through that mountain with two yeah okay. or was it a pickaxe in one hand and a hammer in the other bro he's i don't know how the Minecraft. wood and the rails were laid down as they went don't ask me how that happened but this man in this fucking machine start racing through the mountain to see who could drive steel faster through this mountain they're pushing and pushing and they're matching pace i don't know how john henry John Henry was like a spectacle to behold. <laughs> he's just, he's got the giant post on his back. Mm-hmm. He's driving steel through this mountain and he's cutting right through, making a hole for the tracks. Um, and he's almost like about to lose, but he keeps pushing harder and harder. He can feel his strength going down. He can hear the machine start to fail a little bit. He gets a, he gets a flashback from his father. Like from like from the he sky. He gets like a Mufasa flashback uh-huh. coming down and going, John Henry. 
It's you Mufasa himself. <laughs> it's not anyone he knows. I believe in you. Thanks, Mufasa. <laughs> and goes straight back to driving through this mountain. And he's going, and he's going, and he's going. He's clashing through this mountain, racing this machine, driving that steel. And they make it to the end on the other side of the mountain. And only John Henry breaks through to the other side. The machine broke on the way there. Damn right. And John Henry was the victor. And all the slaves, got ex-slaves, got to keep their job. And everybody was like, John Henry, you're a hero. And he dies of exhaustion. Oh, my God, really? Yeah, I'm telling you. I didn't story. know that. He dies of exhaustion of driving through this mountain just so all of his friends and family can keep their jobs and keep getting paid. He did it for them. My God. I did, he yeah, drove I steel did. through that mountain. I didn't know about that part. And one of the last parts of like the animated story they showed us is it's the mom telling the kid the story. The wife of John Henry is mm -hmm. telling their son because she was pregnant when this was happening. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, it does. She told him, every time you hear thunder in the sky, that's your daddy driving steel through heaven. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Because they said it sounded like thunder when his hammer hit the ground. I I I don't I couldn't even be in quarter of how cool that is. Yeah, man, the story of John Henry's badass. That is that is like the most badass story for sure. Yeah, man, that's why they call him the Steel Driving Man. Welcome to the World of Peanut Butter, uh, where we talk about the most coolest historical moments. Next, we're gonna talk about a uh, um the little crab that could. The little crab. Tell us a story of the little crab that could, please. Um, so there was a crab, and uh, he was working the railroad, and uh, a big uh, tortoise came by. I was like, I'm gonna beat you. I'm a robot. Boop 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 boop. <laughs> and then this is, this is weird. I don't. I, I can't go on. I don't. I can't figure out anymore. Do you know the story of the littlest engine that could? Yes, of course I do. He's getting up that mountain. Yeah, he got up. He got up that mountain. He didn't drive through the mountain. He went up the mountain. Yeah, he went over the mountain. He went over the mountain. And don't. Oh, I'm not a. I'm not making fun of the story of John Henry. I think it's genuinely super badass. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that is super cool. The whole every time you hear thunder, that's your daddy driving steel through heaven. I, I couldn't even imagine being that cool. I mean, come on. How do you think that kid felt? Like, yeah. <laughs> That's my fucking dad, bro. My dad's driving steel through heaven. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's that that's a fucking awesome story. But what is the story that Ah What is his name? Like the twenty foot tall lumberjack dude Raspian? The who laid his glove down? Laid his glove down? What To are you create Michigan. <laughs> and he what? wrestled with his ox to create the the mountains, the, the Himalayan mountains. Why? What's his name? I'm going to literally Google. I have I've giant never... lumberjack guy. I've never heard of this story before in my life. This I, the, are... Paul Bunyan! 
Paul Bunyan? Paul Bunyan! I know that name, but I've never heard of any dude okay. putting his glove down to create Michigan. Paul Bunyan was a giant oh, lumberjack. Oh, the big lumberjack statue! Yeah. I didn't know that meant anything. Yeah. That's the story of Paul Bunyan. He so laid that's down what you, his glove to make Michigan. So that's what you meant when you were saying, oh yeah, genuinely he's 20 foot tall. It's the statue. No, but the story is about a man who was like 20 feet tall. But then oh. he's a thousand feet tall because he wrestles with his ox and creates like the Grand Canyon. That's, the, that's part of the story. It's Paul Bunyan. One swing of his axe and could cut down over a hundred trees. <laughs> it's the most Canadian thing ever. He wears a flannel and overalls. <laughs> I think the story of John Henry is more badass, but, you know. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because, uh, you know, as as cool as uh, uh, Paul Bunyan's na- uh, story is, mm-hmm. it's a little unrealistic. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. And the story of John Henry isn't. All right, that gets a pass because it's really badass. Okay, it is awesome, and it's and it's based, also true. <laughs> it's based on a true story. Based on it. All right, what do you mean? Um, I don't know all the facts and shit, but I told you like the folklore version. That's the story everybody told about how awesome he was, but how it actually transpired was probably different than him alone driving through that mountain to beat that oh, machine. Yeah. He probably wasn't alone. Probably not. Um, but he was the one who made it to the other side. Yeah, he beat the uh, he beat the machine. That's a fact. Steam powered machines are very reliable. <laughs> oh yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. Run out of water and you're fucked. Run out of coal, you're fucked. Your fire goes out, you're fucked. <laughs> oh shit, my fire's out. Looks like I gotta pull over and light it again. <laughs> I'm not gonna make it. That's that's why he won. That's why it took forever. I'm but not gonna make it. The water kept like spilling over and putting out the fire. They're like, God damn it! What if it was the littlest engine that could? That was just trying <laughs> to drive through the mountain. The and littlest engine versus John Henry. John Henry whoops it that little engine. Battles of history. Fucking little engine train has to rap against John Henry. <laughs> Have you heard the, uh, uh, wait, no, I probably can't tell that. I probably can't tell that joke. Uh, have you seen the meme of, uh, epic rap battles of history of, uh, dream versus Rosa Parks? Really? It's not, it's not real. It's a joke, but, uh, (laughs) I don't even know if I can tell the joke. It was like, uh, you were always in the back while I was always in the front. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's so stupid. Uh, you remember in middle school when someone would just start a text conversation by saying back? No. And you had to say front? Or you had to say back? Sorry. Mm-mm. Um, for some reason, in middle school, there was this weird joke. or It was so cringy. I didn't have a phone in middle school i had an ipod that my last year um people would just text you and, or kick you and say oh like my God. back because the idea is like who's in front and who's in the back you get what i mean hold on you just said kick hold on i need yeah. to recover from that uh, back like 10 years ago when people used kick that was the way to talk text because texting was actually really expensive and really slow yeah you only had i remember you only text like 200 text messages mm-hmm in a month yep or something like that 
Remember minutes? Oh, yeah. You'd be <laughs> limited on how long you could make a phone call or how many minutes you could have phone calls of during the month. Kids today will not understand that. Yeah, now you have unlimited talk and text. And yeah. texting is just as fast as instant messaging now almost. Yeah, so there's no point. There's no point in using another app for it. You can just text. Here's a... Here's a uh, uh, you can't even use that as an excuse anymore, but here is like a common phrase that you can't say anymore. It's just, hey, uh, sorry, I got to hang up on you. I'm running out of minutes. Oh, no. God. <laughs> oh, do you remember those wonky talkie phones that are... Yep. Yep. Every time it was like... Yeah, yep, going down out past here. I'm going to go... I'm going to put my boots on and pack my truck up. Be right out there. That was like the next stage of pager. Uh, it was like walkie-talkie, but they connected to cellular service. Mm-hmm. So it's like a long, long-range walkie-talkie. It was weird. Mm-hmm. I saw a video of a guy who um, was able to start a 1929 GMC truck. Really? Yeah. Went out in the woods. The uh, body of the truck was made out of wood. The frame was steel, and it was an inline six-cylinder. He got that puppy to fire up. Inline six cylinder from 1920 and made an entirety. Made an entirety of eight horsepower. <laughs> got about thirty. That's actually that's pretty good. I swear to God, this is probably a bot. I keep getting like, so I got an ad on Snapchat today. Uh, I, I got this before. Don't open it because I I wanted to look at everything that it was, but uh, just Snapchat's throwing really like professional bots at me for some reason. <laughs> yeah they're trying to get you yeah they are it's weird i don't uh i'm hoping it's like uh not like stealing my ip address just from opening something which i don't think mm. is possible no i don't think so either but i uh, once ended up uh, i got a message on skype back in the day back when people use skype oh okay and I those thought, those cam yeah. people or yep. those sp- uh, can- scams tried to tried to like butter you up and get mm-hmm. you to go to their cam girl site and pay for their stuff they're like Hi, what are you, baby? I said, hi, I'm a purple hermaphroditic elephant. It's nice to meet you. And then it keeps going on. And then they're like, ooh, what are you like? You sound sexy. And it was like, I am purple viscous blob. (laughs) It's fun, even if it's a bot, just Mm -hmm. to say stupid things. And they're they're really trying, like, what are you into? And I'm like, potatoes. They go, would you like me to do something with potatoes? I'm like, yeah. Oh, there's you, an actual response. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna go make a baked potato right now." And there <laughs> and was you block they, them. <laughs> no, they they kept trying to respond to me, and I just kept saying shit like, "Oh yeah, this baked potato is awesome." And they're like, "Yeah, I can make you a baked potato," and I'm just like, "No, probably not as good as me." <laughs> And then you two start fighting over who can make the better baked potato. And <laughs> the scammer completely loses character. Like, all right, listen here, you little shit. I got the best recipe. It's been passed down through generations. Hell yeah. Um, I, I will make your 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 hair fly off. I'll make you a baked potato so good. Uh, it's radiated. Highly radiated. What is your favorite southern slang term? I really enjoy... The phrases where uh, you go like, "Oh, goddamn, hotter than a, 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 a doornail," and this 
102 hogs on Sunday in exactly, church exactly, with no like AC. Exactly, like that. I love those. I love those so much. You know the video of that 1929 GMC where he got to start? Yeah. And he moved it and all the wood fell apart. And he goes, well, the, her- the-, the termites just decided to stop holding hands. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the most southern things I've heard in my life. Southern phrases are hilarious. And why? it's like weird. Is southern is the only place that really does them. Like even in other languages, I don't see things describing with other things. You look like a duck just fucked a goose and said hey to a gator. <laughs> well, goddamn, I'm sweating like a hooker in church. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that one before. <laughs> I love that one. I'm sweating like a hooker in church. <laughs> oh, what's it? Everyone loves what in tarnation. Oh yeah, for sure. Daggum. Daggum. Dang dang nabbit. Daggum. What's your favorite southern food? My favorite southern food? Mm-hmm. I love southern food. I was raised on southern food. Mm-hmm. I come from a family from North Carolina. I was born there. So and this is a good question for you. I've had home style southern barbecue like fried chicken served with the pulled oh, pork. Yeah. Oh, Hush yeah. puppies, corn sticks, baked mac and cheese, coleslaw, whole nine yards, bro. Have you ever been to a fish fry with a with a, a slow boil? I have been to a fish fry. Oh, sick. Have you ever had a slow boil, though? No, I don't think I have. Oh, all right. I'm about to make everyone hungry, and I need a demonstration. Where's the Where's the Old Bay? Should be under the mountain of stuff over okay. there. I don't know well, if you can find it. One moment. Man's gonna go look for the old bay. So I'm gonna tell you the story of that great Vienna sausage hunt of eighteen sixty six. Uh in eighteen sixty six. Were there even Vienna sausages back then? Uh sure. Sick fuck. What? Nothing, I'm just messing with you. What? Because I eat Vienna sausages? Yeah. Vienna sausages are good. I, I refuse to believe anyone who says otherwise. I used to eat them as a kid. Uh, okay. It's great potted meat when you're lazy. Did you just sniff it? No, I just got it all over my hand. I did not spill it anywhere else, though. So I'm just going to hold my hand like this for a while. You could just brush it off into the trash can down there. Oh, sick. Like, what's a, what, are you, what are you referring to with the slow boil? Okay, so, very good stuff. Um, basically, uh, my dad's usually the one who cooks it. We get a large pot, probably about this size, the size around. Mm-hmm. Very deep, probably about this tall. Yep. Uh, very bad for audio listeners, which is all of you, but just take Roughly my word on it. Roughly three feet tall. Mm-hmm. I'm going to help out a little bit. Yeah. Uh, shouldn't have to have any more measurements after this. But uh, and it would be just like a flame under it, usually propane powered. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you'd fill it with water, a bunch of spices. The big spice for sure is gonna be Old, Old Bay. Bay. Oh yeah, mix that all up in there. Then you take your crab, your potatoes, your corn, your shrimp, your sausages, pretty much anything else you want, and you slow boil it until it's ready to go. Sounds good. Oh, you have no idea. 
Uh, that sounds really good. I recently tried uh, New Orleans jambalaya from New, jo- New Orleans. I have never had jambalaya before. I fucking love jambalaya. What is it again? Jambalaya is like, um, it's spicy rice that has a lot of good spices in it, a little bit of peppers for flavor, and particular kind of meat. Usually you'll find it with like shrimp or kielbasa. Mm. You know kielbasa. Oh, yeah, of course I do. You slice up the kielbasa mm-hmm. and you put it in that jambalaya. Ooh, it's so good. Mm. I want to try beignets. I want to try gumbo. Gumbo, that does sound good. I have also never... I have not had uh, most uh, Louisiana food. Mm. I think we're a little too far away for like any kind of that. You can order from restaurants in New Orleans now. Like They'll send it... To, that's how I tried the jambalaya. They shipped it to our house, like flash frozen, and then you just put it in a pot and warm it back up. Really? Yeah, you can do that now. That sounds crazy, and it keeps it stays. Yeah, it's flash frozen. They pack it with dry ice. That's so weird. And because the air isn't escaping the box, the dry ice never melts. It just stays cold. Interesting. Yeah, that's how um, I get food for Azazel. I only get flash frozen mice from a specific seller, which I've researched, and they've done very well. Do not poison animals, and they flash freeze to not torture the mice mm-hmm. when they're getting killed. So they don't feel it when it happens. Just instant frozen. Like instantly like less than zero degrees. So do you get a lot of dry ice then? In the box, yeah. What do you do with it? So typically what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to cut open the bag and set it outside and let it vent out slowly so it slowly dissipates. Okay. Have you ever thrown uh, dry ice in a pool? Yeah, I have. It looks awesome. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of pool stuff, I know we're going to move on to subject. Uh, mm-hmm. Before we move on, I have an idea that I want to talk about. Uh, but do you want to say anything last before I move on to this pool thing? Just carry on, dude. Okay. Um, have you ever put a bucket over your head and had someone push you to the bottom of a pool? And you create a little air bubble in mm-hmm. the bucket and you can still breathe? Yeah. Yeah. I like doing that. That's fun. That was all. I just wanted to talk about the it's air difficult bubble. difficult to get that to work, though. Yeah. But once you get it to work, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Even if it's only like halfway under and it still feels like that you have the air bubble and you're at the bottom of the pool. I mean, You don't have much air though. No. Just tie yourself to a cinder block. It'll be fine. That's, <laughs> that can't go wrong at all. Oh yeah, no. It'll never go wrong. Mm-mm, never. It'll be okay. Oh. <sighs> we need Georgie here to say something random. He's good at uh, keeping we, the flow. We aren't perfect when it's not all of us together. Yeah, no. We can handle, but the flow works best with Can handle, yes. Handle well. It's another story there. Well, we don't handle well no matter what. Not really, no. <laughs> we get tired and just go, you want a drink? <laughs> I do want a drink, but I can't because I, I, I have to bring my cat to the uh, vet in the morning check up i have to get up early tomorrow anyway no you got work no the, oh that's right never mind yeah i'm gonna I'm be busy in the next couple of days perhaps but it's perhaps. for good it's for good reason hopefully good reason we'll see nah be optimistic life is flying by man life's flying by we have been out of high school for how many years now I've been out of high school for about three years almost now. So I'm just about two. Yeah. It feels like I just got out. 
It feels like I've been out for ages. Like an eternity. A hell of a lot longer than almost three. <laughs> there are some times where it feels like I uh, just like have been out for way longer. Mm-hmm. Not forever. But just like I'm a, I feel a lot older than I am. You feel a lot older than you are? Mm-hmm. I have those moments, too. Because, you know, you feel like you're supposed to have more free time when you're in your 20s. Yeah. But well, we have none. I have next to none. Just constant work. And then there's even more expected from us. Yeah, so I have to get a higher education and work 40 hours a week. Mm-hmm. And plan out the rest of my life in the but next couple of years. But let's be real. We're not working 40 hours a week. We're working 70 hours a week. I work about 40 to 50 right now, but I've done my 70-hour, 60-hour weeks. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, where do I do my other stuff? I now now resort to uh, my my off time to, like, playing video games because I'm just so tired. Mm -hmm. There is one thing that I've been getting into. uh, What? That I've actually gained a hobby. What is this hobby? Airsoft. You're getting back into Airsoft? Yeah. I'm actually finally going. I got a buddy of mine that comes down occasionally, and we go out to a field and we uh, play. Nice. Mm-hmm. And it's actually nice. It's nice. You sent me a picture of that once. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's just a place That's to nice. be stupid and jump around and shoot each other with fake guns. I'm getting cardio in, so I'm actually going to get healthy, too. Nice. How you feeling, by the way? I'm feeling good. Yeah, you feeling good? I'm yeah. feeling like death. I think uh, all my death has been, like, pushed down. And the adrenaline just kind of takes over constantly. Every time I have to get up underneath a car, it's like, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) You know, how bad would it be if it just dropped? (laughs) I'm Batman. You're Batman? I'm Batman. Okay. I'm not Batman. <laughs> um, I found out recently about the Beetlejuice musical. There's a Beetlejuice musical. It's weird. I've been getting a lot of... Uh, Why? I don't know. Apparently it's good. The music sounds awesome, actually. Oh, okay. I keep getting a bunch of people who are trying to sing along to the Say My Name song, where Beetlejuice is talking to Lydia and trying to get him... Get her to say his name three mm-hmm. times. You've seen the movie, right? Yeah. Oh wait, no, no. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen the thing that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. It was a TikTok sound for a while. Yeah, it was. Um, but there's a whole fucking fully fledged musical. Interesting. Yeah. Have you ever seen the? Uh, uh, here, I'll go back to the topic. There's a in a second, but there's a Paul uh, Bunyan. Yeah, Paul Bunyan. There's there's a Paul Bunyan. Paul Bunyan uh, musical. Paul Bunyan uh, versus John Henry the uh-huh. musical. <laughs> Epic rap battles of history. <laughs> I bet I can cut trees faster than you can drive steel. <laughs> Try me, bitch. I've been cling clanging all these days. They call me thunder. They call me lightning. And lightning comes before the thunder. Ka-chow! <laughs> I um, I'm gonna be real with you. 
uh, what's his name? The green guy. His uh, his saying was a little sus. Kajunga, Kajunga, Kajunga. <laughs> I can't remember his name. I just know he's played by Michael Keaton. Chick. Chick Hicks. Yeah, Chick Hicks. Yep. That's based off a real guy, isn't it? They're all based off real guys. Yeah. Like the king. Yeah, he's based off the uh, king. Yeah, the king. King of NASCAR. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know his actual name, but he was a king of NASCAR. Dale Earnhardt? Might be. But he actually drove a Dodge Daytona. Really? Yeah, that... Oh, wait. Uh, who was based off... Oh, no. Literally... No, no. He literally that's... wasn't based off. He's, a... He's he... literally in the movie. That's uh... his car, though. No, I'm talking about someone else. I'm talking about uh, Smokey... What's his name? Smokey? S- he has a full name. Smoky Bones? No, he's lit- he's literally a historical driver. He was on an episode of uh Pass Gas. Oh, was he? Yeah. Or not on it because he's dead. They they talked about him on an episode yeah. of Pass Gas. Smokey uh He was in Cars Three. Have you seen Cars Three? Yeah, I've seen Cars Three. It's, it's the worst sequel to Cars Two. Like the worst direction they could have gone with. <laughs> After an international spy thriller. Yeah, I'd, um, I just kind of ignore that one. Cars 3 or Cars 2? Cars 2. Cars 3 was good. Cars 2 is fantastic. Turn your brain off and watch oh, that okay, movie. Oh, okay, yeah, no, I accept that. Turn off your brain. It's Turn your movie. brain off and watch that movie. You'll have the best time of your life. Because it's just stupid fun. Oh, fuck Anything yeah. that involves Mater is just like, turn off your brain... Stop caring. I tell you what, Smokey Eunuch. Smokey Eunuch. Literally, he's l- stre- this. He's this car. Literally, like, uh, he's not. His name's literally oh. Smokey. It's Smokey Eunuch. Yeah. Yeah. The truck. Yeah, those three like There's old characters. And four by four. <laughs> That's not even the line. Some about beer. I I can make I can make up an entire country song right this now. This is something about go, a truck and some cold some beer. About, I, I'm driving my truck. Something I got my got my girl going down dirt road. Got my beer. I'm illegally driving on a suspended license. I've got an oil change. <laughs> In 17 years. But she ain't gonna blow, cause she's a Chevy. <laughs> she refuses to die. I shot it with a shotgun. <laughs> and then I shot it again. Banana-na-na. Won't you tell me, please? Won't you die for me, baby? Na-na-na-na. I said, yeah. <laughs> Won't you die for me, baby? <laughs> I think we've gone crazy. <laughs> I think we have. We went up right. We went from country song, <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> to weird blues rock. <laughs> oh, I've been seeing a lot of videos of how Chevy owners treat, like what they think of Dodge and Ford owners. Yeah. So let me. I'm talking about truck owners specifically. So let me be straight with you. If you own a truck and you think you're superior just because you own a specific type of truck 
Fuck you. No, yeah, th- that you were the worst person. You are a horrible person. You are not a better person. Just because if you think you- you're special because you drive, oh, drive, drive, drive a Chevy Silverado. Uh, Chevy Silverado. Uh, I've got the Power Stroke with the uh, the twenty five thousand. Power Stroke is Ford. I know that's the joke I'm making. Ah, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I know my truck. Uh, literally never popped the hood. Yeah, it's uh, oh, yeah, I totally know my truck. Can you change out the spark plugs in your diesel? I know they're there. Go change them out. So back to what I was saying. <laughs> um, like I've seen a lot of videos of like Chevy owners think that Ford owners are like sissy little people uh, who are really effeminate dudes and like mm-hmm. they hate them. And they think Dodge guys are fat guys who are just so obsessed with Dodge. Yeah. Uh, when in truth, they're all assholes. Yeah. Oh no, my god. Chevy owners are are toxic though. Dodge no, they are. can get pretty toxic and so can Ford owners, but Chevy is another level of toxic loyalty to Chevy. Yeah. No, it's like there's no reason for them to be so loyal cuz like they're not special trucks by any means. No. No, not, not at all. Not. They're just a truck. That's it. They're just a truck. I don't like Ford. No, me neither. Like, I hate F-150. Ford trucks, I do not like. No. I have... mm, The Power Stroke's okay. Power Stroke's okay, but it's not a Cummins. Yeah, it's not special by any means. Look, I like Dodge. I'm just just gonna throw that out there. I like Dodge stuff. I like Dodge cars. Dodge trucks... Okay, hold on. Dodge trucks could be better. And... Ooh, I like old Ford trucks. Yeah, those are cool. Dodge Dakota's cool. Mm -hmm. My truck is has a legendary engine but that has nothing to do with dodge uh nissan titans aren't bad i'd rather have a frontier though but if i'm gonna choose what truck i would definitely have i'm driving a taco oh yeah yeah i am driving that taco oh yeah oh yeah i'll drive that taco to taco bell and get me a taco my buddy got a uh taco uh 2014 uh just the other week i don't care if you drive a Chevy Dodge or a Ford, that taco will be dancing on your grave of oh, all three of them trucks. By far. By far. And I don't care if you have a diesel inline six. That V6 gas engine taco will be doing donuts around them when their engines blow. Look, we are destroying this truck already. He just got it. Just watch this. Tacos are nigh indestructible, dude. Yes, they are. But you want to talk about something that refuses to die? A taco refuses to die. And if any of those wondering, we're talking about a Toyota Tacoma. Yeah, it's a Toyota Tacoma. Is this the right video? It doesn't really matter what year you get. That thing's going to refuse to die. It'll do whatever the fuck it wants to do. You could take all the oil out of it. It'll still run for an hour. it will. Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> I just showed him oh, yeah. a video of me and my friend literally jumping the Tacoma down a dirt road. Oh, yeah, that Tacoma will be just fine. Oh, it was fine. Yeah, it, dro- it drove back to Georgia easily after that. It, I don't care if someone tries to, like, call me a hypocrite for the superiority of a truck, but I, I'm sorry. If I wanted a lot of power... I'd probably buy a Dodge Ram if I right, wanted wait, like no. looks. There are some Chevy Silverados that look great. Sorry, I'm not buying a Ford truck. They're a waste of money. Here's the difference <laughs> between what you did and what they're doing. 
Hmm. They're preaching the name. You're preaching the quality. I'm preaching the quality of the truck. If you want a truck that will live as long as you will, Mm -hmm. you buy a Toyota Tacoma. Mm -hmm. It will live as long as you. Yeah. Literally, like, you don't even have to, but change the oil, like, occasionally. (laughs) You'll be fine. (laughs) Yeah. And if you don't, though, whatever. It's fine. (laughs) Chevy, you miss an oil change. (laughs) (laughs) That's what the engine sounds like, in case you were wondering. No, no. uh, That's just about everything, actually. Not just the engine. Yeah, I know. Somehow you missed an oil change, your differential is just falling out. Uh, You drive a Dodge, suddenly your transmission's leaking for no reason. (laughs) Yep. Or, uh... Uh, you drive your, a you drive a Ford. Uh, piston number two is now an astronaut. <laughs> I love watching videos uh, where they slow down footage of blocks exploding and shooting pistons into have, outer space. Okay, I have to tell you. Have I told you about the Cummins that exploded on the dyno? No. Oh yeah. Wait, which one? The fact that I have to say which one is sad. Okay. No, it's there's a reason a that this Cummins exploded on the dyno. Why? Uh, the torque it produced ripped itself apart. How was was the uh, what was the amount of torque? It was something like thirty. Uh, what was it like? It was almost ten, ten thousand pounds of torque. I think at that fair it's fair. It's or at that point it's fair to rip yourself apart. It was like ten thousand pound feet of torque at almost two thousand horsepower. For That's about a fraction of a second that this dyno read, uh, and it the block. The block tore in, like, several pieces. The engine block. That's completely it, fair. It generated so much torque. For those of you who are wondering, who don't know what those numbers mean, if that truck, if the, you put that engine in a truck, and that truck could, and that engine could actually hold together, and this truck could support it, you slap a tow hook on that bad boy, you stick it to the foundation of a skyscraper, it'll lift that thing. Mm-hmm. It'll drag that skyscraper. It'll lift it off the foundation. I could turn your house into a mobile home. Real fast. I could probably do that right now. I could at least rip off like the front of your house right now if I wanted to. Probably. Probably. But that, that, that Cummins engine, it'll be a long time. They'll probably have to go all electric before they get there. But it is possible that they can make a fucking diesel engine that powerful and have it not blow up. Yeah. But what's the point? What, what would you need? Like, what do, what would you need that for? You wouldn't need a semi anymore. All those big boxes on the backs of semis, could you imagine? Just on a Cummins? Uh, like, it doesn't matter what brand it is. Just slap a Cummins engine in there, and you just see a pickup truck just pulling, <laughs> like, those double freights. <laughs> That'd be funny. That'd be funny as hell. Have you ever thought about just getting a truck and then, like, getting those uh, covers on the back and, like, making, like, a mobile home? Campers? Yeah, just, like, a camper truck. I wouldn't need that, though. No, but it'd be fun. Just uh, say, hey, randomly, I got nothing going on tomorrow. I'm going to go camp on top of a mountain, you know, in case you lived literally anywhere but Florida. I'm going to go camp out in a pretty place that's not going to wake up to uh, water drifting through the air and uh, 150 degrees. <laughs> I'm sorry. I said I'm... water drifting through the air at 100 miles an hour for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> bro, this is some fast water. Oh, bro. Oh, shit. Look, I just, water. I, I parked in a river. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Tidal wave, bro. <laughs> What do you mean I can't drive on the beach when all this water's out? What does that mean? What do you mean my Jeep got stuck on the beach? (laughs) You want to go somewhere, you can do it in a Jeep. You can go anywhere in a Jeep. What do you mean I can't drive drive to Australia in my Jeep? It's all terrain, bro. You could probably make it in a Tacoma. (laughs) Did you see the video where they strapped the Tacoma to the floor? On the The beach. The top gear? Yeah, they yeah. low tide, and then they came back, and they found the truck further down the beach. It was full of water, and they could still get the engine to crank over mm-hmm. and start. All they had to do was drain out the water. That's it. Uh, if you made the car watertight, you could drive through the ocean in that thing. You could just do it. Just do it, bro. The only All thing right, hold that, on. The only hold thing that would kill you is the water pressure. Hold, yep. hold on. Okay. So... You taco sub. <laughs> it's not. It's not sub necess- taco. It's not necessarily a uh, big truck, so you'd have to reserve. Maybe even take off the uh, bed and make a casing to just, fill. Just burn those candles that they burn on submarines. Burn those. Ca- burn, what do you mean? They have they burn a, cam- candles on submarines. Th- there's a specific type of candle that they... It's a big two-double candle that they stick in a metal tube. And they burn it, and one of the byproducts of the burning... Of course, it consumes oxygen for the burn. But one of the byproducts is a lot of oxygen to burning this type of candle. And it burns at several hundred degrees. So they have to keep it in a sealed tube, but it will pump oxygen into the atmosphere if their natural oxygen system isn't working. Interesting. Yeah. The candle will just make oxygen. That makes sense. Yeah. But what I'm thinking is, uh, so you find a way to kind of like completely seal this Tacoma. And it's like the single, like two seats, uh, the small cabin. And you fill, you take off the bed and you make like this box in the back. Mm-hmm. One half is going to be your oxygen supply of going to be like a bunch of tubes and stuff. Mm-hmm. The other half is going to be your air that goes into the engine. I follow. Okay. So both of these, one's pumping into your cabin, the other one's pumping into the engine. What do you do with the carbon dioxide you're breathing out? You get a fan. (laughs) What's the fan going to do? Freshen it up a bit? Move move the carbon dioxide out your face. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I'll talk to a NASA scientist. They figured it out in the tube flight flowing around. You should watch videos on how submarines filter their air. It's awesome. All right. Well, I'm not a submarine scientist, so don't ask me these questions. I'll figure that out another time. <laughs> no, that would just be a continuous spray of air going out. I was going to be like, what about the scuba divers who... Uh... <laughs> you know how scuba divers, how like... You breathe in, and then you breathe out, and that's the carbon dioxide going out. But that probably won't work, because... Just let the water back in. <laughs> Just let the water into the cabin. Yeah, sure. Just hold your breath. <laughs> hold your breath the whole drive. Yeah. I feel like it's a great white shark over there. That'd be cool. That'd be super cool. To drive a Toyota Tacoma across the ocean floor. Yes. 
The problem is how to, uh, get you... your high beams on the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Annoying all the fish. Oh dang it! I fell in the mar ma marinara trench. <laughs> I fell in the marinara. <laughs> you fell in the what? I fell in the marinara. Just, just a old, like an old trucker dude. <laughs> we hire him to drive. <laughs> I fell in the marinara over and out. Update: I found the anglerfish. Another update. I think I found a megalodon. <laughs> Some bitch looks like Jaws down here. Good thing I'm in taco made of metal. Uh, my brain is shut off. Oh, I think I see Italy coming up on the horizon. <laughs> oh, oh right, You're, that's right. It should be Spain. I don't know anymore. I think I U-turned over. I think I made a U-turn. I just hit Africa. <laughs> Y'all are gonna be confused by this one, but I'm in. I'm in. Uh, I'm in Japan. Just got to the beach in Japan and at Tacoma, just <laughs> barreling out of the water. He's not even going slow. He's going like 60 miles per hour. He ramps out. Just gets on a fucking megaphone. Attention, everybody! <laughs> Please get out of the way. Everybody's like, "What's he saying?" Because most of them probably don't even speak English around there. They might. Who knows? The people, few people who speak English, are just shouting in translation. No, they won't even be able to understand him because he's speaking in too heavy of an accent. <laughs> I tell you what, everybody! I run through here like a like alligator on roller skates. I'll be running through here like white on rice. <laughs> oh, hey, a rice plantation. I'm going to head over there. Hey, it's rice. I love Stupid. rice. <laughs> I like it, especially with gravy. Hey, y'all got bear? <laughs> First thing he asks when he gets out of the truck. Y'all got bear? Y'all got bear? What you, uh, what you got? What kind of bear you got? You got Miller? You got Miller? I like me some Miller. I've been a lot, been a long drive. I've been going to sleep later. I'll have a lot better. I can't wait for. Turns around and looks at the truck. Holy shit, it's red. When I left, it was black. <laughs> I caught it on fire underwater. I set the ocean on fire. Just the whole drive, you can see this bubble at the top of the ocean. <laughs> Just this bubbling. And there's like a trail of floating fish because he hit all of them. <laughs> <laughs> this man's name is Bubba. Yes, he is. This there's man's name has got to be Bubba. Bubba. The official Bubba. The official Bubba. That's his first name. The official. His last name's Bubba. He's got a tattoo on his chest. The official Bubba. <laughs> Hey, sir, what's your name? My name's Bubba. Like, okay, Bubba. No, you call me the official Bubba. I. The official Bubba Jr., get that right. My daddy before me was a f the official He's Bubba. He's Bubba the senior. <laughs> and my son, I'm going to name him Jack. I'm going to name him Jack. But Jack Jr. Jack Bubba. Jack Bubba. Jack Bubba Jean. His middle name's the official. <laughs> His middle name. Jack the official Bubba. What? Well, what's the dumbest middle name possible? Because, I mean, you can literally make a middle name whatever you want. It doesn't matter. It has no impact on anyone's life. 
We don't even need middle names. The... <gasps> what? That was the best answer you could have ever given. The or the, like straight up. That I'm... sounds official. That that's... does sound official. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that would work. <laughs> you had to whisper your name over there. Yeah, like, I, well, we can't. Cool? I said yours too, so. Mm-hmm. No, someone's gonna like amplify that by ten thousand. Jason Dvorkies. Gonna... Uh, what's? Hang on, hold on. Give me a second. Get, I gotta remember his name. Whose name? Look me in the eyes. Uh, Orlando the Bloom. Look me in the eyes? Yeah, because I'm looking at him. That's not Orlando Bloom. <laughs> he reminds me of Orlando Bloom, that's why I said that it. That is a Chris Cornell poster that yes. he just called Orlando Bloom. It looks... It, Alright, look at it. Tell me that doesn't look like Orlando that Bloom. That is totally Chris Cornell and not Orlando Bloom. Yes, but it looks like Orlando Bloom. I'm not saying it was Orlando Bloom. I knew it wasn't, but... Orlando Bloom's jaw isn't that square. I mean, I beg to differ. You beg, though, you've been looking much he, at he Orlando got, Bloom's jaws? He got, he got them elf jaws. You're, you're, telling Chris Cor- you're telling me Chris Cornell's got elf jaws. <laughs> Excuse you. <laughs> All right, would you prefer pirate jaws? Which, would, which do you prefer? Which Orlando Bloom do you prefer? <laughs> What's your favorite Orlando Bloom? Tell me now. Legolas. That's a fair answer the only answer to that question all right uh, legolas and lord of the rings not the hobbit what's your problem with the hobbit legolas it's a good is, movie legolas isn't supposed to be in the hobbit i don't the care first one's good don't care first one's good whatever they're all good so what he's there so what I, I have no problem with the fact that he's there i enjoy watching those films it's just that there are points where i'm like what the fuck it doesn't have to be like the book. Are, are, are the dwarves made of rubber? <laughs> Think about that question. Think about all the scenes those dwarves just bounced around all over the place and shit. I think it's funny. <laughs> I think it's really funny. So don't... don't the, the dwarves, dwarves are made of rubber? They can be made of rubber. It's They're okay. rubber balls. They're allowed to be made of rubber because it's funny. <laughs> Especially Bomber. Is that one's name Bomber, the big one? uh, Yeah, I think it's Bomber. Bomber. I like the dwarves. One of the best scenes is in the second one, where Bomber's in the barrel, and he ends up launched out of the water and lands on his feet, but you can't see anything other than feet on a barrel, and the orcs are closing in, and his fucking arms break out the sides of the barrel, (laughs) and he's got axes, and he just starts swinging at these orcs. You can't tell me that's not... You can't tell me that's not the best thing ever. An angry barrel with axes? Yes! He's got a dwarf beard. (laughs) It's gonna be my next D&D character. (laughs) An angry barrel. I love the scene where he's like, that ugly whatever and he goes that's my son Gimli me wee lad <laughs> Legolas is already making fun of Gimli they haven't even met right yet right from the beginning mm-hmm. that's hilarious we need to watch Lord of the Rings well, it's gonna be a very long time because most trilogies will be done by the time we finish one movie 
Yep, probably. And there's six of them. In any case, it's about time to bring this one to a close. Yes, it sure is. I'm gonna go ahead and spread that gospel, Trev. It's been a few weeks. I got some words for you. What might those I words be? I got a wee little tale for you. I got a question for you. She's heavy. Kilogram steel. <laughs> kilogram of feathers. Or a kilogram of feelers. 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 Kilogram of steel or a kilogram of feathers? Kilogram of steel! Smell like beef! <laughs> it's water. Kilogram of water? Kilogram of water. Which is heavier? The steel. Steel's heavier than feathers. Steel's heavier than water. <laughs> I don't know about that. Water's pretty heavy. <laughs> so I got a little got a little gospel for you. A little, little wise words. Something to bring home. I know it's been hard times lately. Everyone's overworked. But uh, just so something you need to remember when you just need to take it easy. You know, mm -hmm. not be in such a serious mood. Is that, uh, after all, world's made of peanut butter. And damn straight. Something about some peanut butter and a 4x4. Four four. Thank you for listening to this awful abomination that we do.